This is Booch News with Ian Griffin, a podcast all about kombucha. So this evening, I'm on the phone with Siddhi Tambi of Cultured, who is uh, located in Jaipur, India, where it is actually already the next morning. And we're um, talking on uh, Zoom. So this is a great way to connect. How, how are you doing, Siddhi? I'm doing great today. Well, it's good to be able to talk with you and learn more about your venture that, from what I see, is, is about a year old. Is that you began uh, the company a year ago? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I began it. Um, so I started it last year, around June. Uh-huh. Yeah, so June That's 2020. What- yeah, and, and and it looks like now you've uh, you've really branched out into a, a whole bunch of beverages we can talk about, uh, kefir, jern, kombucha. But uh, before we get into that, I'm just curious to know about your background. It, it seems you were still in college when you got the idea, but when did you first come across probiotic drinks? Was that something that's common in India that you were able to find or was it I think you were studying in Singapore is that where you first tasted them yeah yeah so I'm still studying I'm still in university I'm doing my bachelor's in economics from Singapore Management University and um, I finished college uh, next year so around 2022 yeah so I came across um, probiotic beverages around 2018 and they were not common in India at all like you couldn't find them in a grocery store, you could hardly find some online and they weren't very authentic. And I was um, supposed to have them for a health reason. I'd just undergone a surgery and I was recommended to um, add fermented foods and beverages to my diet. And I was very lost because I had no idea what they meant or, you know, how to brew them on my own or to get them from somewhere. So once I went back to Singapore to study, I um, came across... Uh, a few people who were giving out some scobies, were giving out some kefir grains, and uh, I started brewing my own. And it was like a very day-to-day thing. I never thought that this will become my business idea or I'll even do something commercially with it. And um, yeah, that's about it. I was studying finance, so <laughs> it was completely opposite. I had no science background whatsoever to start fermenting or do it at a business level. And then um, COVID hit, Uh, I was locked down time. I had uh, no internship because of uh, the pandemic and I was truly lost, I had no idea what to do. And that's when I was like, okay, let's do something which I would actually like, which is having an impactful business. And that's when the idea came across. I came back to India for a few months and yeah, after months and months of R&D and learning that Brewing a single class is very different from brewing a thousand bottles. I started cultured. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's quite impressive that you're still uh, doing your undergrad and yet you're running a company at the same time. Talk about that's an internship on on uh, supercharged. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like all of us. Um, Many brewers started at home. Of course, you do a, you do enough to make a, maybe a gallon and or a liter, and then it's a whole different world. So yeah. you've actually got it seems from the I don't know if this was true of the company a year ago when you launched, but 
like I said a minute ago, you have kombucha, you have jun, you have water kefir. Was this, yeah. um, I mean, that's like three times the, uh, the investment. It, was the decision to, to launch that, that large scale or a wide range of beverages, what was the reason for that decision? Um, so because initially I was just having kefir, like I used to brew kefir and, um, then I ventured into kombucha in June and I was like, okay, kombucha, um, so last year in India, there were a few kombucha brewers as well who had started out and I was like, okay, this is fairly common. Uh, you can find it online somewhere like an Amazon or something. But uh, water kefir and June were highly uncommon. You couldn't find it at all. And I felt like, um, you know, all of them have different properties. So I wanted to do all three of them. And everybody around me really liked uh, June and kefir as well. So I didn't want to stick or restrict myself to just kombucha. And which yeah. are the more popular? Is there, are they equally popular? Do you find you brew, you're selling more of one than the other? Um, actually, they're equally popular here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. definitely. Uh, I love the the design you've got on the labels, the the simple logo. But one other thing that I noticed um, both on your Instagram and on the the articles I've read about you is you're also, I believe, probably one of the first people to distribute these on tap. Um, what's the story behind that? Yeah, so we recently started um, giving out kombucha on tap in a few restaurants, and I think we're the first people in India to do that. Um, we've always seen beer on tap, right? And it was fairly common, like it was coming in on India. And I got really excited. I was like, why aren't we doing something like this with kombucha? There are people who don't want to have alcohol, but the concept's really cool. And yeah, so we decided to invest in a tap. We figured out how it works and um, it's selling out really well. People are really excited. So yeah, we started uh, Kombucha on Tap in India. Well, yeah, I mean, I know from talking to other brewers and with the Symbiosis magazine that I edit, we did a whole yeah. issue on, on Kombucha on Tap. And of course, as a producer, it, it reduces the cost of packaging tremendously. You don't have the cost of the bottles and the labels for each, you know, small serving. That more sustainable. So that was also a decision because um, so restaurants who have like, we're also supplying to restaurants. So they have a huge volume of bottles that move around every day. And some of them we can't even recycle is a condition that we receive them in. So tap is definitely 100% more sustainable. We don't have to do glass bottles. We save on the labeling and um, it's a great experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, definitely sustainability, environmental issues come into it. Uh, customers, you know, even though you could recycle glass, not everybody does. So that's that's fantastic. And how I, I see that now I've never been to India, but I did look on a map and I see you're in Jaipur, which is in the state of Rajasthan. And it looks yeah. like, um, you know, I do have a worldwide directory of kombucha companies on Booch okay. News. There's a large number in New Delhi, um, which yeah. is what, north northeast of you? Uh, yeah. it, it, how far how far is the other kombucha companies, New Delhi and, and Mahasrata, is those two regions? 
have seem to have more brews. You're the only one, I think, in Rajasthan. Is that correct? Um, I think there are like one or two small um, home brewers who are, you know, supplying on a small level, but uh, nobody who has a proper brewery, I feel. Yeah, so we have a proper brewery come fermentary where we're manufacturing. Um, so I think we're yeah, one of the few people in Rajasthan to have that. Uh, Delhi is pretty close by, actually. New Delhi is pretty close by. It's around six to seven hours uh, by car or like an hour um, if you go by flight. So it's pretty close by. We have a few kombucha brewers there. And like you mentioned, even in Maharashtra, um, Mumbai, there are a few there are a few ones that are popping out and down south as well. So yeah, yeah. the kombucha scene in India is growing and people are becoming more and more aware. And it's, yeah. it's a drastic change because I see myself in 2018 not knowing anything about it and not uh, easily finding it in India. And two years later, it's fairly common now. So Yeah. Well, I'm smiling because uh, you say it's pretty close by, six hours away by car. I mean, that's not, nobody's going to drive six hours, say 12 hour round trip to buy kombucha or jorn or kefir. So really, ah, yeah, how, yeah. how how uh, broad is your distribution? Is it pretty much in the city of Jetpo? Because I imagine India's got a huge population. So right yes. on your doorstep, there must be a huge number of potential consumers. How How widely are you distributing? pretty much in the so, city um yeah so currently uh since i was uh, i started this in university and it was more like a startup idea i was like okay let's let's just um you know pilot test it in my own city first and then expand beyond because the coal train in india was is really bad it's very expensive and it's not feasible at all so um distributing it to other cities wasn't an option first and we didn't want to experiment with preservatives or something like that so we were distributing just in Jaipur but um, what's in our test now is shelf stable kombucha and we'll be launching that in a month or two months time and then we're targeting the entire country so Jaipur was like a test uh, pilot project for us and it went really well here so now we're expanding to shelf stable kombucha and we'll be distributing throughout the country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I see a huge parallel with is, you know, I'm, I don't know if you can tell from my accent, I live in the US now for many years, but I grew up in England and I started Booch News when I made a couple of trips back to England just around three years ago. And I saw the, you know, having living in California, this is where GT Dave, who you might have heard of, started yeah, yeah, yeah. the first commercial kombucha company. And it, it's pretty much everywhere in California, but it's not everywhere in England by any means. Three years ago, it sounds about where India is right now. Um, you know, if you look at my directory, there are now about 60 to 70 kombucha companies in England of various sizes. You know, there's one called Equinox, which would be the national brand. And I think it's yeah. the case in most countries in the US, we have GTs and HealthAid would be two of the big brands. But in every small town, I've talked to people who live in small towns in the Midwest who make a nice living. Is your goal then to become, with the shelf stable and so on, potentially one of India's national brands? Or are you pretty much thinking of keeping it regional? 
in terms no, of the no, no. size of the company. We want to be like one of India's biggest and um, best kombucha brewers. And that's why we're aiming at Shelf Sable Kombucha. So we did um, months and months of R&D on it to develop a product which is shelf stable, but has um, all the goodness of kombucha and it doesn't have any preservatives and it's good for health. So that product is almost made now and we're ready right. to work on our bottling and um, the machinery and the brewing part of it yeah no. so yeah definitely the goal is not to be craft but to become a household name well I think you're uh, you're definitely off to a great start and of course there's always room for both shelf stable versions as well as craft and and maybe that have to be kept cold and certainly when the keg market uh with kombucha on tap um there's huge potential there so it sounds like you've got almost many avenues that the growth could occur in and yeah. um you have a i don't know the population of india it's what it's a billion more right it's it's one of the largest yeah. populations in the world so uh with a very vibrant um well, you'd have to say middle class, right, is the potential yes. consumers. Like in this country, like in the U.S., it's it, it's very much associated with, well, where you are from, the, the origin of the, you know, yoga is very popular here. And people who yeah. practice yoga were some of the early adopters of kombucha. What about your customers? Are you, are you finding any particular patterns in, in who's buying the kombucha that you've got on, on sale right now? Yeah, so uh, we have different kinds of customers since we're placed in different kinds of places. So in cafes and restaurants, I think people are bored of the number of drinks that you're getting and our flavors are pretty unique. So um, they're all people who want to experiment with their beverages and um, sometimes they want to make a nice cocktail out of it or a mocktail out of it. And our kombucha works as a great base for that as well. So those are the kind of people who, who you, you know, just want to have a nice drink once in a while. Um, those are our kind of customers that come through cafes and restaurants. And then since we're also supplying through grocery stores, so people who, who are picking up um, a crate or a bottle uh, regularly are people who are into health and wellness and who know about kombucha and who can see the benefits. So, yeah, so we have these two different types of customers but they're yeah all middle-aged young people <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh yeah talk about the flavors for a minute you mentioned it a second ago and, and i've seen on your website um some of them are, are very interesting combinations are there any that you would say would be classic indian flavors that you might not get in the in the west any, any yeah, fruits so, you add or... yeah so one of the fruits is called jamun and uh, that's a flavor that we're doing in kombucha. And I think that fruit is pretty native to India. It's a pretty unique fruit. It gives a different kind of a feel in your mouth. Like your mouth will swell up once you eat it a little. And um, it has a very unique sort of a taste. So we're doing that in our kombucha. It's, it's very native to India. And not many beverages are available in this fruit or in this flavor. So, yeah, I think that's one of the flavors that's unique to India. And um, rose, although is not unique to India, but um, it's a flavor that's pretty common in India and people love it here. So these are one of our best-selling best selling ones when it comes to um, some of the more conservational people who would, uh, you know, like to have Indian flavors or 
want to have their drinks with the Indian food or something like that. And then we also have um, flavors like apple cinnamon and pineapple and clove, which go well with um, the more international palate. So yeah, we have like different flavors for different people of different moods. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I see on your Instagram, for instance, you also point to the health benefits. So Jamun, you say it's like a black plum is maybe beneficial for diabetics um, and other uh, people. So you, you're, you are highlighting the health benefits of probiotics. Yeah. yeah. Since we're like using fresh fruits and fresh herbs for everything. So um, all of the all of the goodness is we make sure it's infused into our brews. So it's not just um, probiotic and has all the gut benefits, but um, it also gives you the benefits that come with the fruit. And once it's fermented, the fruit is fermented, it becomes even better. So the potency increases. Right, right. Yeah, and so another make sure area... we highlight that. <laughs> I'm sorry, say again. Yeah, so we make sure we highlight that and you know yeah. that whatever you're having is good for health. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing I've seen on your Instagram, which of course is where it's great because you really get a feel for the type of company that you are. It's very beautifully photographed and very professional. Um I see you mentioned the the flavors like apple cinnamon, pineapple that would would you say, um, I've just done an article in Butch News a month or so ago about food pairings, and I see you've got right. some pictures of like sliced bread, but would typical Indian food, I mean, you know, curries and, and, and so on, would you find a way, do you recommend certain flavors with certain Indian dishes? Yeah, 100%. So something like um, a rose or a ginger or jamun, like we talked about, they go really well with um, Indian food as well, uh, because they're very Indian flavors, like you would find them in normal Indian beverages as well, like people love to have rose syrup in their drinks, um, if they're having Indian Indian food, so rose kefir goes really well with Indian food, and sometimes we do like a rose cardamom brew, so that's also a pretty Indian unique flavor. So, yeah, so we have um, the brews which will go well with Indian food and as well as with international food. So um, we can see the trend, right? Like we supply all the flavors to different cafes and then we see the trend that, um, okay, these are the flavors that pick up well in Indian restaurants and these are the flavors that are picking up well in, say, Italian places. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah, well, this has been very interesting. I I did want to finish on one note because I got into kombucha 12, 13 years ago, and I've only ever done my own home brewing. And uh, I had a job in tech, so I wasn't really positioned to start a kombucha company, although I'm fascinated. That's why I write about it on Booch News. But I I started because I, I stopped drinking alcohol. And I got so fed up with just fizzy water and orange juices, you know, something. And I, I would guess in India, uh, there is a pretty large percentage of the population, right, who, who probably don't, for whatever reason, drink alcohol. And going back to your consumers, it, 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 is your, uh, what's your sense of that? Is it, is it uh, a potential uh, beverage? Because obviously some of the fermented uh, drinks can have you know one or half a percent alcohol but mostly you could say it's a non-alcoholic beverage is, is there a 
Uh, yeah, is there a 100%. potential there the, with the population you're serving? 100%, 100%. Because um, actually alcohol, most Indian cafes don't serve alcohol. Like you need to have a special license. And a lot of people in India don't even consume alcohol. So when you remove, um, when you're going out and you remove the alcohol from the beverage, you only have iced teas or fizzy carbonated unhealthy beverages and I think people are just so bored of them now and they're so sugary and they're not good for health at all and I think people here have now realized that so definitely that is one of the markets or one of the consumers that we tap into um, people who want to have a more healthy alternative for their beverages so a lot of people who are our consumers are people who don't consume alcohol and we make sure none of our batches have alcohol we produce it in such a way and each batch is lab tested so we make sure that there's no alcohol in our brews so um yeah that's definitely one of the consumer base that we're targeting and um okay Okay, so what you're doing, so you say there's no alcohol, are you actually going down to zero or are you okay with 0.5%? So in India, anything uh, which is more than 0.5% needs to be declared. So we're under, so we're like between zero to 0.1. Okay, yeah, it's the same in the US. Here you have to be below 0.5 or else there is a market now for alcoholic kombucha. They call it kombucha. It's growing, but uh, most people, yeah. So, so obviously you have the R and D. There are obviously a variety of ways to take all the alcohol out, filtration, and so on. That obviously you're well aware of, Um, and as well as making shelf stable would be alcohol free because you don't want it to keep fermenting. um, Although you do get a lot of the benefits. Well, it's been great talking with you. What are your plans then? Now you've got to presumably finish your degree, get your college certification, and then are you planning to to grow the company, it sounds like? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So right now, um, my plan for the next two to three months would be to launch our Shelf Stable Kombucha and distribute it pan-India through cafes and through grocery stores. So that's uh, what where my focus is going to be. And then once I'm going to be done with uni, which is um, around next year, sometime next year, then I will come back to it full time because right now I'm juggling between India and Singapore. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'll come back to India full time. And um, then, yeah, the plan is to grow the company in a big way. We'll probably raise a round of funding and let's see where it goes from there. <laughs> well, good luck. It's been great talking with you. And uh, I hope you both get a good degree and, a, and the company grows. Thanks for listening to Booch News. For more about kombucha, please visit boochnews.com.